Hello, guys. I'm uh, very happy to present to you today um, Mr. Kyriakos Furniadis. Uh, Kyriakos is currently the um, director of strategy for Greece and Romania for Better Collective. Um, we met with Kyriakos in 2016 at the IGB Awards. Uh, it happened that uh, they won with their website betarades.gr, the best foreign language affiliate website award. And uh, we've been working ever since. Something unique about Kiriagos is that, uh, that not a lot of people can say, is that he created with some uh, partners and developed and sold his affiliate business in the Greek betting market for 4 million euros to better collective. I think this is uh, an amazing success. And I think a lot of people will be interested to find out how you started, what happened during those years and how anyone else can try to do it. So Kiriago, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me, Stoyos, and uh, thank you for your kind words. I'm uh, really happy to be part of your podcast. Uh, yeah, it was uh, something like this. <laughs> uh, it was back in September 2008 that uh, along with uh, my ex-partner, uh, we decided to create a betting tips website just for hobby. Mm -hmm. uh, currently, I was studying at the University of Aegean at Hughes mm -hmm. Island and uh, uh, actually it was um, a way to spend uh, my free time. So it started as a hobby. It, it, it yes. started as a hobby, not as a... Yeah, yeah. You didn't envision from the beginning, I will build no. a huge business that I will sell. No, no, no. Not at all. And uh, actually, we worked for almost uh, 10 months uh, uh, until we uh, uh, came to the point to uh, earn uh, the, thing, the first euro from that business. Uh, it was actually uh, at May of 2009. And uh, yeah, um, it was 50 euro uh, from uh, an operator that used to work in the Greek uh, market. And uh, that was actually the signal that it gave us the power to continue working uh, um, because uh, all these months we didn't uh, earn anything, but uh, we still contributed a lot in terms of content and uh, in terms of uh, um, trying to learn things about search engine optimization or uh, uh, how a website works because uh, the first uh, CMS that we currently, we, we, we used for betarads.gr uh, wasn't so, uh, wasn't a, let's say a well-known CMS like WordPress or something like this. So it needed a lot of time to spend uh, in order to learn the technical uh, things about that. And uh, yeah, it was a year after, at 2010, that uh, we started uh, hire, hiring people uh, in order to contribute to our uh, uh, project. And uh, actually... Okay, so, sorry, let me back up a little bit, because we went from a hobby to hiring people. So yeah. like, <laughs> if I were to say how you start, you started this as a hobby, and then... What happened between uh, the hobby and uh, the hiring of people? Like, did you manage to uh, make a lot of money in, in, in between or, or you made a business plan and you, th you said, okay, I have 
X amount of money to uh, start hiring people and make this a uh, big business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, it goes uh, after the first year when uh, we started generating uh, a decent amount of uh, revenue per month. So we thought, why not expand this and uh, why not hire people in order to explore if we can uh, uh, do something bigger than this because uh, from uh, between uh, from 10th month of the first year until the second until uh, the second year uh, the half of the second year we we saw a big big growth and uh, we thought that maybe that that's the time of uh, that's the time that we should invest uh, in that we didn't earn a lot of money but uh, still it was a Okay, so uh, yeah, it was that time that we thought maybe uh, maybe we should uh, invest and we should invest almost uh, all of that money to get people and try to explore if we can uh, make even more growth than this. Okay, so it it was you, Thodoris, and the two, the two of you. Or, uh, there were three. No, it, I was I was along with Nikos. Uh, yeah, and uh, Thodoris joined us at 2011. And then you, you hired uh, a lot of people initially, or...? Uh, at 2010, we were uh, six, uh, so mm -hmm. we hired four, four people, and uh, all of them um, writing, uh, used to write content for Betarabs.gr, actually mm -hmm. tips and matches previews. That, that was the main, uh, their main uh, responsibility. So the the biggest success for you was it through uh, content generation and uh, generating uh, uh, leads through SEO, or did you manage to get uh, leads in any other ways? No, it was uh, just like this. Uh, we we generated uh, uh, a lot of content, and uh, we we sent a lot of leads to our partners, uh, uh, doing uh, good stuff through search engine optimization. Did you add to the mix any, let's say, email marketing or, uh, uh, or it was purely like traffic from SEO straight to the operator? Yeah, exactly. It was pure, pure SEO. Uh, and to be honest, back in 2010, it wasn't so much about uh, social media like it is now or uh, I don't know what uh, other mix of uh, uh, what other channels uh, also now can contribute a lot to um, to the work that we are doing. Very good. And um, so from from start, starting to generate a, a decent amount of money and then hiring people to winning the 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 best foreign language uh, website award in 2016. In in between those years, did you do something like uh, something that your competitors did not do? I would say that um, uh, we tried a lot to uh, include uh, different kinds of uh, content in the website. So we explore not only um, the usual uh, sports that uh, everyone from us could bet on, but also some others, and uh, also we included live betting sessions, giving tips so uh, users uh, have had uh, uh, 
uh, had their interest to visit webbetarabes.gr a lot of times during the day in order to get the live live tips in order to bet on uh, uh, the, the bookmaker they, they used to bet. So they had a reason to keep coming back to the website. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Okay. And I remember, um, I think I, 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 we first met in 2016 at the, in, in London, but I think ever since, every year I was going to London, you were there. So do you think that the, the networking in, in these uh, expos helped you uh, for the buyout later or? Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, getting a lot of uh, knowledge from those uh, conferences and uh, meeting a lot of uh, uh, experts uh, in our industry was um, a part, a big part, maybe a big part of um, uh, how we, we finally uh, uh, got to the buyout. And uh, to be honest, there were some specific uh, people that helped us a lot in order to understand better how the iGaming industry works because uh, it's not like, okay, you can be an affiliate in every uh, industry, but uh, being an affiliate in iGaming, I think it's uh, quite different because uh, the norms and uh, uh, the trends uh, in our, in our uh, section are, are a bit different. Different in uh, what way? In a way that, uh, okay, we all, we all know that um, in gambling and also in actually in the iGaming, it is the gambling, uh, broader, the broader uh, world. So um, you, can, uh, you can try and find uh, new ways all the time in order to acquire our leads. And um, it's not, um, it, it's common truth that uh, you can see a lot of innovative ways of acquiring uh, leads to mm -hmm. your partners uh, uh, in our industry because there's a big competition and that uh, leads you to finding new ways to um, generate revenues. So I think that uh, that's, that's the, the difference between uh, iGaming and the other industries. And normal uh, other niches, exactly. definitely. Okay, so... Um, bit 2018 was the buyout by Better Collective. Was it something that um, you guys, um, let's say, tried to do or it just happened uh, by accident? Like they, oh, they uh... came to you or, or you had an intention of someone in, in eventually buying you out? Uh, in 2015? It was the first mm -hmm. time that uh, one of the big, the biggest uh, affiliate groups uh, um, came to us and asked uh, if we are interested in uh, selling our assets. Uh, but uh, although we, we, we discussed a lot, we didn't came to an agreement back then. So uh, three years after, uh, maybe it was the time to um, finally uh, sell the business. But... Uh, from 2018, uh, uh, actually from the middle of 2017 until the first month of 2018, it was, um, we, we also tried to uh, uh, get in touch with some of them and uh, uh, explore if there is a chance to sell our business.
maybe because we thought that it was the time to do that. So may, maybe because someone came to you with, um, with the intention of buying you out, it gave you the, um, let's say, the motivation to also explore from, from your side and eventually... Yeah. Right? I would say I would say so. So it's something like uh, also we had uh, a past uh, in the past some discussions about that, but uh, maybe uh, because there was a, a big growth uh, in 2017 and also uh, in the first month of 2018 that uh, uh, we thought maybe it's time to uh, monetize that. Kiriago, can you? Tell us a little, uh, a little bit more about Better Collective for people that are outside iGaming and might not know them. Yeah, yeah. so Better Collective is uh, the leading sports betting media group that develops uh, educational partners uh, with the, within the iGaming industry. It's, um, the, the, the parent company is uh, in, in Denmark, in Copenhagen, and um, um, the Better Collective grew a lot last uh, years because uh, uh, made a lot of acquisitions uh, in different markets and uh, I could say that um, um, we, we succeeded to empower the iron gamers through transparency and uh, that's the, the key to the success for better collective. Very good and what would you say are big affiliates like better collective looking for when, when they're looking to acquire local affiliates like uh, better others? Uh, yeah, I think that, uh, of course, uh, in our industry, it's uh, super important to have uh, a good profile in uh, SEO. But uh, it comes again when uh, we're talking about uh, branding. So in, uh, in our case, it was also Betarades.gr, which uh, was a well-known uh, website in Greece, and uh, that helped a lot because um, uh, it's, uh, of course, SEO, uh, it's the, real, the, the point to, uh, to monetize uh, your traffic, but um, uh, having a good brand in a specific market uh, like Greece, uh, I think it's, it, it makes the difference. And but did they... overall, overall, I would say that uh, to a good profile in terms of uh, the financial uh, things, it's uh, it's the main point uh, for uh, um, it's it's the appealing part of uh, for them in order to uh, to attract them. Yes, and uh, of course, to to move to the stage where they review your uh, books. Uh, they looked into some different things, like what you said is branding. Like, for example, for branding, did they just like see what's uh, what's being written online, or did they go into like uh, market research and figuring out that you you have a, a good brand name and uh, people know you? Like, they did yeah. a, a lot of extensive research. I understand. Yeah, yeah, I think that they, they did a lot of extensive research, exactly, a, a lot of details. And uh, I think that Better Collective had and uh, currently has a very good team in the M&A department because uh, they are trying to uh, explore uh, every aspect of the business they, they are going to, to acquire. So they, they would like to secure that uh, the potential uh, acquisition is... Uh, 
uh, a, a good a good asset to to move forward. Okay. I'm I'm asking a lot of questions about this no, because fine. I think uh, it, um, a lot of people will find it interesting like some how someone can start as a hobby an affiliate business and throughout the years grow it uh, to a to a big extent where much bigger affiliates buy you out and I think uh, a lot of people will have uh, will find the conversation interesting so uh, if if I, if you were to summarize what uh, did you guys do differently than other affiliates which uh, made a better collective pick you and not another affiliate in, in Greece? Um, could you put your finger on what you did differently? Uh, I think that the point that differentiated our work from other affiliates uh, was that we managed to succeed uh, having a steady growth uh, during the last two years for the acquisitions. And um, of course, we had the difficult times in the Greek economy back then. So it was also a point that uh, made that, uh, that job even, uh, even more difficult. Mm -hmm. um, we worked uh, for several years uh, with patients and uh, we experienced a lot of uh, difficulties, to be honest, uh, in different uh, sections. But uh, overall, we managed we managed to do it uh, to to overcome them and uh, to have uh, a sustainable business uh, based in Thessaloniki, in Greece. Mm -hmm. And um, it's important to say that we didn't sell just the assets; we sold the we sold the company. So all the human resources that we had, uh, we 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 secure their positions uh, the day after. Okay, yes, it's, it's very important to say that you and your partners stayed in the business um, and uh, you are currently working for Better Collective. So they didn't just buy the, the assets, yeah. they bought the... Yeah but, yeah, but also a company that had uh, 2008, uh, 12 people uh, more than us. So it, was, um, it, was not, it wasn't just us, but also the other guys. The employees. Great. And do you think that any affiliate can achieve some, such success? Uh... Of course, of course. And uh, I think that uh, uh, it has to do a lot with the market you're working on and you're trying to get traffic from. So um, there are different, uh, um, there is different value, let's say from US to uh, UK or to Greece or to Italy or to Russia. So um, it depends a lot of uh, the, the player value of, uh, uh, of the leads that you're uh, sending to your partners. So that's, that's the difference between uh, um, the, the valuation of uh, each affiliate. Okay. And now that uh, you and your team um, achieve this uh, success. Do you feel confident that you can replicate this success in uh, still in the iGaming, but in a foreign market? Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest, that was uh, something that we thought back then um, after the acquisition uh, to replicate that, um, uh, that know-how. Mm -hmm. And I would say, yes, uh, you can do it as soon as you have the uh, 
suitable resources to do so. And also, uh, you have to keep in mind that localization is very important, especially when it comes to user experience and uh, to the content, because um, users in Cyprus uh, or in uh, or in Greece uh, maybe are similar, but uh, the British ones are not, or uh, the Scandinavians are not, or uh, the Americans. Of course, they they are. Uh, they intend to uh, interact uh, uh, a bit different from us. So localization is a big key to the success. And in order to do it in a foreign market, you need to either hire local people or do lots of extensive research. I think that the, the local people is the key to the success because, of course, you can uh, use freelancers from any... Uh, third-party services, but having some loyal employees uh, along with you to try to uh, build that project uh, would be necessary. It can uh, save you a lot of time and a lot of heartache because they know all the, all the issues that will take you months to learn uh, through market research. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so to do it in, a, in iGaming, but in a foreign market, you need localization to do it in, in Greece, but in a different niche. Uh, do, do you think it's, uh, it's possible? Uh, so you mean to uh, try to do affiliate marketing in a different niche in Greece? Yes, basically you have a model that worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked in iGaming, which is competitive uh, niche. If you were to, still do it in in Greece, but in a, let's say, different niche. Can you apply what you learned in iGaming in a different niche and... Sure, sure, sure. there are a lot of uh, uh, winning projects, winning uh, ideas that uh, you can adapt to also other industries, uh, especially in online retail, I would say. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, uh, of course, you're from Cyprus and you know Scrooge. Scrooge is a very well-known uh, uh, online uh, retailer which uh, does not uh, sell anything. But uh, actually, he's an affiliate. Actually, Scrooge is an affiliate, uh, but it's in a different industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but affiliate is a word that is not so well-known because um, uh, maybe uh, it's uh, more... Uh, um, it's, it comes more... To when we are talking about uh, iGaming, that's where affiliate is more uh, well known. Okay, and in um, I th- there, there were, I think the, this topic, <laughs> I ask you a lot of questions about it. I think we covered a lot of uh, things. Do you have anything like uh, any other, any advice to like new affiliates that start in a, in a venture and uh, um, in order to to get some kind of uh, let's say similar success uh, as you guys did, I think that you have uh, to be patient and you have to uh, have a lot of uh, perseverance in order not to uh, stop when you find uh, some obstacles because it's one hundred percent sure that you will find a lot of them. Very good, and it, it, to me, it's very interesting. Why, why you didn't stop in the first 10 months when you had zero income? 
Like, uh, didn't you get tempted uh, during these 10 months when you had zero income and you kept writing and posting and uh, spending energy and you didn't even get uh, one euro back? I think that the key to the success was that it was a hobby. So you like all it. of us, mm-hmm. yeah. So when you like something, uh, when you have a hobby, you would like to do that uh, at any cost. So even without any revenue, we didn't, we didn't think about that. We, it didn't feel like work because you enjoyed so much doing it. Exactly, exactly. It was a hobby that became work. So that, that, I think that, that was the key to the success. Very good. So uh, recently there were a lot of developments in the Greek uh, regulated market. Can you like, summarize the, the key points of it? for our viewers yeah so uh, we have a new gambling bill in Greece actually it was voted uh, in October 2019 mm-hmm. uh, hopefully it will be enforced uh, during this year maybe after summer be- after summer because now we also have a have a COVID situation so it's not so easy to uh, proceed um, be on time at many many things like this um, there will be two different types of licenses one for sports betting and one uh, for casino the first one costs uh, 3 million the second one uh, costs 2 million uh, the period is uh, the duration of the, the duration of those uh, licenses is uh, 7 years so 5 uh, million you have uh, a sports book and uh, RNG exactly 5 million for 7 years yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, the GGR remains the same, which is uh, 35%, and uh, it's, uh, it's quite high in, uh, when we're, we are talking about uh, the taxation in, uh, for gambling in Europe. But uh, I think that it's still, uh, it's still attractive. The uh, Greek market is still attractive. I can, I can say that. And did the 35% uh, GGR, uh, uh, tax on GGR... Uh, you think uh, stopped a lot of operators from entering the market? Uh, maybe it, it will, uh, it will uh, um, make some of them to think twice before uh, submit for a license. But uh, we already have um, a lot of uh, a lot of applications for the licenses. Uh, so um, based on my uh, my uh, knowledge so far, there there will be around fifteen operators to apply for a license. All the existing ones that uh, work in Greece right now, uh, which are uh, thirteen, uh, applied for a license, and uh, some others will follow uh, in the next period. So all thirteen that are currently in the market, all of them applied. Plus, you are expecting a few more uh, players that were not in the market that are joining now. Exactly, yeah. There are almost about some uh, big players like William Hill or Unibet or Betson. Uh, yeah, but uh, we are still waiting to see which of them will uh, finally submit for licenses. Okay. And what do you advise operators looking to enter the Greek market? I think that... Uh, uh, there is there is a, there is a big competition in the Greek market, but uh, it uh, it still makes sense to uh, try to launch your product and uh, to acquire to uh, yeah, to acquire players 
users from Greece because um, the, the market is growing uh, based on the Hellenic Gaming Commission and the reports they are releasing, uh, the market is growing the last six years. So I think this trend will continue because a lot of players now also move online, to, especially to COVID. Um, we, we saw a, a big wave of players uh, joining uh, online uh, operators. And uh, I think there is enough space for even some uh, more bookmakers to join the market. Okay, and um, in terms of, uh, let's say, for Parimatch, would you advise us to enter the Greek market uh, directly or do you think it would be better to do it with a joint venture partner? In my opinion, it would be best to do it uh, directly. Why do you think so? Because uh, I think Parimatch uh, has the... Um, potential to succeed even alone and uh, joining the Greek market with a joint venture maybe it's not the ideal for uh, the uh, for the thing, for the situation uh, uh, you will uh, face in in Greece okay and uh, I, I see that you are a, a director of strategy for better collective for also another market uh, Romania mm -hmm. um, can you tell us a little bit about that regulation? Yeah, it's uh, Romanian. And also how regulated. it compares with the Greek market? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, actually, uh, Better Collective uh, acquired an asset uh, also there back in 2017. Um, it's com, the website. It's something similar to betarades.gr. Um, there is potential also in this market because um, the, the Romanian uh, uh, pool of users uh, going online is growing uh, even uh, even now and uh, I, I think that there is uh, there is uh, uh, there is a growth uh, that will uh, also arise, arise in the next years so in terms of uh, re um, Romanian regulation can you tell us a few words about that yeah uh, the regulation there is a uh, bit clear that the taxes for the gambling authorization um, uh, paid on an annual basis and amount to 16% of the incomes mm -hmm. collecting from the gambling from activities. So from the GTR is the same like in Greece. And uh, the annual licensing fee um, uh, is uh, starts from 6K and goes up to 1,020K and based on the organization's turnover. And there is also a taxation on players winning. Um, uh, it's a gambling income of up to uh, 66k uh, or it's the local currency. How do you compare the better collective business in uh, in Romania versus Greece? Uh, I think that uh, there are a lot of similarities between those two markets, and um, you can see that Romania, let's say, is um, two or three years back from the Greek uh, market uh, in terms of the user experience and uh, how the users interact with uh, operators and uh, how, how uh, what products they prefer or um, uh, what is appealing for them or, or what they don't like. So it's like uh, I can see the Greek market. Covered a lot in uh, today's call, Kiriago. Uh, what are your future plans uh, with better collective uh, now? 
Yeah, for the time being, I'm uh, pretty happy working uh, with Better Collective, and it's also challenging for me having uh, one more market like Romania. Uh, there are a lot of things to be done in the next period, and I hope uh, we'll have uh, the time and the resources to do so uh, in order to achieve even better results in uh, Greece and Romania. I wish you uh, uh, success to whatever you do. Thank you so much for being on the show. Where can uh, people connect with you? Uh, I think that uh, in LinkedIn, uh, in my profile, uh, I can talk with everyone uh, who's interested to exchange some ideas or ask me anything about uh, iGaming industry. LinkedIn and Better Collective is at uh, bettercollective.com. Exactly. Great. Thank you so much, Kiriago. Thank you. And uh, uh, talk to you soon. Take care. Of course. Bye-bye.